Hey, Wowzer fams, Mindy here. And before we start the show, I got to tell you, we've been thinking a lot about all of the helpers out there. The doctors, the nurses, the teachers, the firefighters, the scientists, the postal workers, the people keeping food in our grocery stores so we can get it onto our plates and into our bellies, and you. Yep you. We see you. We want to give you a big virtual elbow bump for being such troopers during this upside-down world we're living in. We know that things aren't normal right now, but we do know that you are being flexible and patient and helpful, so good job. We've been working around the clock here at Tinkercast, tinkering away with ways that we can be helpful, too. We have a free wow sheet at Tinkercast.com that turns any episode into a scientific adventure. We also have over 700 hands-on activities for our World Organization of Wowzer members, like science experiments, crafts, recipes, book lists, and printables at Tinkercast.com members. And finally, we have some big news to share that we hope will add a little wow to your every weekday. Starting today, we are launching a brand new show. In less than a week, we created an interactive, science-themed game show for you and your family to play together. It's called Two What's and a Wow. What's that, you ask? Well, you'll have to play along to find out. We've posted our very first episode in our Wow in the World feed today, and we'll be posting a new episode every day this week right here. So there you go. A little good news for today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day after that. Now, please enjoy this brand new episode of Wow in the World. about that, Guy Raz. Who would have thought? A traffic jam on a weekday at 8 a.m.? Yeah, uh, who could have predicted that? Hey, we're trying to get to the mechanics here. Shouldn't you all be sleeping? I'm just glad you finally decided to take the wow machine to a professional, Mindy. Come on, step on it. This isn't a parade. I mean, how many more jumps could that corrugated piece of cardboard taken? I don't know, probably like 10, 12... Anywho, Reggie got me this great deal with a mechanic he knew from back in the day, and it'd be bonkerballs not to take him up on his offer for a tune-up. That is true. Beep, beep, coming through! What are you doing? <clears throat> well, thanks for coming with me to pick it up. No problem, Mindy. Uh, by the way, how far are we? Uh, not too far. If this traffic would get a move on it! lovely morning we're having. Uh, how about some radio, Mindy? That'll help us pass the time. Oh, good idea, Guy Ross. See here. Static. 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 Oh, here we go. Uh, Mindy, that, that's still static. Hang on a second. Ah, uh, he- <laughs> 
Welcome back to Bongo in the Big Toot. In the morning, we're the program for your traffic jam. Yeah, the sweet talk for your gridlock. Tig, guess which day is just around the corner? Uh, tax day? No, I'm talking about Mother's Day. Oh, uh, I guess, kinda. And we got our hands on the hot new music coming out for Mother's Day this year. What? We do? That's right we do. It says right here on the title sheet, Mommy Music. <laughs> Bongo, no, man. That says Mummy Music, not Mommy Music. <laughs> the vocals in this song have been reconstructed from a 3,000-year-old Egyptian mummy. Ooh! Let's take a listen to those vocals. <laughs> wow, talk about auto-tuning. Yeah, more like auto-tuming. <laughs> Auto-tuming. Man, these guys really burned my bacon. All right, enough of that. Let's hear the whole song. Uh. Oh, yes, I love this one. You do? Yeah, it's so catchy, and I know all the words. Uh. 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 What? What is this, Mindy? Oh, you haven't heard? A group of scientists from the University of London in England used a CT scanner and a 3D printer to bring the voice of a mummified priest back to life. And the result is this. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Okay, so explain this to me again, Mindy. Uh, how are these scientists able to recreate a 3,000-year-old voice? Oh, don't worry, Guy Razi. It will all be revealed. But not right now. Why not? Because we're here at the mechanic shop. Oh. We just need to find a spot to park. Oh, here. This will do. Mindy, this sign says no stopping. I know. And that's why I'm not stopping. I'm parking. Oh. Uh, Come on, let's go check out the wow machine. Walk, 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 walk. Okay, walk, so tell me again, walk. Mindy, uh, how did this group of scientists from the University of London recreate the voice of a 3,000-year-old Egyptian priest? Oh, not just any 3,000-year-old Egyptian priest, Guy Raz. This priest's name was Neziamun. And back in ancient Egypt, he was a little bit of a rock star. Really? Yeah, but for the last 200 years or so, he's been chilling out in Leeds City Museum in Northern England. As a mummy? Exact Doritos. Only that was only until about two months ago, when he was taken from the museum to a local hospital. A local hospital? How much good would that do? I mean, the guy's been dead for more than 3,000 years. They weren't taking him to the museum for a medical checkup, Guy Raz. They were taking him there for a CT scan. Oh, right. And a CT scan, which stands for computed tomography, is a type of scan that doctors do to see inside of people, like when they need to see inside of someone's brain or inside of a muscle. Right. A CT scan is like an X-ray, but taken from lots of different angles and then combined together to make a 3D or three-dimensional computer model. So why in the world did this 3,000 thousand-year-old mummy need a CT scan. Oh, the reason that Nezia Moon needed a CT scan was so that those researchers from the University of London could get a 3D model of his vocal tract. Which is the scientific term for our voice box, right? Uh-huh. And the vocal tract, or voice box, is made up of three parts. The lips, 
the throat, and the larynx. And so this team of scientists from England wanted to make a 3D replica of Neziamun's vocal tract? Uh-huh. And because Neziamun was such a rock star back in the day for having such an amazing voice, his entire vocal tract was treated very delicately when he was being mummified. Or as I like to call it, wrapped in toilet paper, which is scientifically inaccurate. Uh-huh. So you're saying, Mindy, that when Neziamun was wrapped up all of those years ago, they did such a good job of preserving his vocal tract that scientists, 3,000 years later, were able to scan it and then use that scan to make a pop song? Well, you tell me. Is that coming out of your cell phone? Yeah, it's my new ringtone. Right. But... And this is a big but. There was a problem. Whoa, what? Well, you know how I said that the vocal tract was made up of three parts? Yeah, the throat, the lips, and the larynx. Yeah, well, when they gave him the CT scan, they found that he was missing his larynx. So what did they do? Oh, we're here at the mechanics. I'll tell you later. Whew, time sure flies when you're talking about science. Um, hello? Is anybody here? Oh, hello there. What can I do for you? Um, hi. I got a message in a bottle this morning saying that my wow machine was ready for pickup. Yes, sir. You must be Mindy. My name's Cecil. Come on in this way. Follow me. Sure, thanks. Thank you. Now, this was my first time tuning up a genuine syrup-run interdimensional time-manipulating cardboard wow machine thingamabobber, but... <laughs> but... I think you'll find she now runs smoother than a fresh open jar of Skippy. Uh-huh. Here we are. <clears throat> yes, sir. She's one of a kind. Now, I've replaced the syrup intake valves here and refilled the gravy train. Nice. And the duct tape I installed here and here should last for about two years as long as you swap it with winter duct tape around November. You got it. Let me just write that down on my list of things to forget. Yes, sir. I'd say she's ready to go. Thank you so much for getting my wow machine back in working condition, Cecil. Well, just doing my job. You two look her over and if you need anything, you know what to do. Scream and yell for you at the top of my lungs? That'll be the way. Bye-bye now. Oh, look at this wow machine, Guy Raz. I haven't seen it looking this good since I gave it a bubble bath back in 2016. Yeah, Cecil's done a great job on it, huh? I mean, should we take a look inside? Uh, yeah. Come on, let's open the hatch in three, two, one. Oh, after you, Guy Raz. Okay. Mmm, smells like pine cones. Check it out. Cecil must have hung up three dozen air fresheners in here. Well, it did have an overpowering wet dog smell when I dropped it off. Oh. Uh, so, you want to take this bad boy for a spin? Well, what do you mean? I mean a test drive. See if it still handles the way it used to. Oh, sure. Uh, well, what did you have in mind? I don't know. How about a concert? <gasps> a rock concert. A rock concert? Okay, so hear me out. What do you say we go back in time to see Neziamun live and in concert? And see how close those scientists got to recreating his voice? Uh Uh-huh. I love it, Mindy. Rocking and rolling for science. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Where are we going? Ancient Egypt, specifically the Karnak Temple in the ancient Egyptian city of Thebes. Which I gather is the temple where Neziamun performed most of his sermons, right? Right. Okay, now for the date, 1100 BCE. Okay, you ready? I guess we'll find out. Here we go! Nice touch. Wow, Mindy, getting this wow machine repaired was the best money you ever spent. Did you feel how smooth that landing was? No. Uh, it was too smooth to feel. Uh-huh. We still have to check whether it's taken us to the right place. And the right time. Should we go outside? You want to open the hatch? Sure, thanks. Let me just see here. Must be uh, at least a hundred degrees Fahrenheit or thirty-seven degrees Celsius out here, Mindy. Oh, well, we are in the middle of a desert. Yeah, and I don't see a temple anywhere. Yeah, me neither. Um. Oh, hey, what about right over there? That archway? Yeah, I think that might lead us through to the temple complex. You see, Karnak wasn't just one building; it was a whole bunch of buildings. Sort of like a village. Yeah. In the word Karnak actually translates from ancient Egyptian to the fortified village. Ha! Well, let's go check it out. After you, Guy Razi. So, Mindy, after those scientists from the University of London had created a 3D model of Neziamun's vocal tract, what happened next? Well, they had to turn that computer model into a real-life model using a 3D printer. So they printed out Neziamun's vocal tract? Uh-huh. And then they stuck it onto a loudspeaker. A loudspeaker? Yeah, kind of like that musical thing I have on the top of my ice cream truck. They removed the horn part of the loudspeaker and replaced it with the Neziamun model. Huh, I think I get it, Mindy. They were using the loudspeaker as a replacement for a missing larynx. Yeah, so usually when a person speaks, <gasps> they send out blasts of air from their lungs into their larynx. And when they do this, it vibrates their larynx and creates sound. And as this sound works its way up through the throat, it gets louder and louder until it eventually comes out of the mouth as a noise. Oh! And then we use our lips and our tongues to change those vibrations into words. Right. But the 3D model that the researchers attached to the loudspeaker doesn't have a tongue. And I'm guessing it doesn't really have lips either. Nope. And so when they used a computer to send these vibrations through the model using the loudspeaker larynx replacement, they got a vowel sound that sounded a little something like this. Huh. Oh, looks like we're here. And look, Mindy, a poster. Do you think this could be for Neziamun's concert? Uh, let me see what that poster says here. Uh, crane, crane cat, person with their hands in the air like they just don't care. Yep, it says it's just down here and to the right. 
Wait a minute. You can read Egyptian hieroglyphics? No. Oh, I think I hear something. <gasps> I think this is it, Mindy. Okay, just try to blend in. Hi, everyone. Coming through. That reminds me. Uh, here, put these things over your ears. They'll translate the whole show for us. Mindy, are these hamburgers? Hamburger headphones? Yeah, I brought them along just in case. Just in case? What could we possibly need hamburger headphones for? <sighs> They're a little invention I've been working on. An invention? Yeah, you put these little hamburgers over your ears, and they can translate any language you want, including ancient Egyptian. Uh, well, how? Ah, don't worry about it. Just put them on. And now, without further ado, your headliner, the priest who just won't cease... It's Enziamu! Eh, thank you, thank you. It's so great to see so many friendly faces out there today. I love you, Thebes. Pandering. This is one of my earlier ones. I hope you like it. It's a prayer we're all familiar with. I'm gonna have my band help me out with this one. It's called, Oh Mother Newt. Oh Mother Newt, spread your This one? Oh yeah, this one is definitely in my top ten ancient Egyptian hymns. Am I right? Woo! Uh, huh. It's one of Nezia Moon's favorites too. Well, how do you know that? Well, he had the lyrics for this song engraved on his sarcophagus. His sarcophagus? You mean the coffin he was buried in? Yeah. The Lead City Museum, which is where Nezia Moon's remains are back in the 21st century, they're hoping that one day they'll be able to use this 3D scanning and printing technology to recreate Nezia Moon singing this very song. I mean, hey, one day they might even be able to have Nezia Moon introduce himself to museum visitors 3,000 years after his mummification. Wow, that would be pretty cool, Mindy. And what an honor to hear Nezia Moon's favorite song performed for us live right here in ancient Egypt. Yep, two pretty lucky adventurers. Hey, you there. You don't look Egyptian or ancient. Uh, but I think that luck might have just run out. Uh-oh, they must have spotted us and we were most definitely not invited. Calling all guards! Calling all guards! Seize the intruders! Which ones? The ones in the funny-looking clothes! Run, Mindy! Hold on to your hamburgers, Guy Raz, and follow me! They're <laughs> getting away! <laughs> After that! <laughs> <laughs> okay! One. Oh boy. You're telling me. All right, let's get us back to the 21st century. You ready? I'm ready. Good, because here we go! <laughs> Thanks, Wow Machine. Hey there now, how'd she run? I mean, to be honest, almost as fast as Usain Bolt. What did I tell you? 
All right, you've been asking for it all morning. It's the most popular song in the country at the moment. Here it is once again, the latest hit from Neziamun. Oh, I love this song. If you like this song, just wait till you hear the sequel. Yeah, it's called Oh Mother Nut. Well, if it's anything like this one, sign me up. There's just something so toe-tapping about this little ditty. Come out there. messages for you. The following message comes from our sponsor, Chipotle, whose new queso blanco is made with milk sourced from Wisconsin farmers like Brianna Handel. Running a small farm isn't easy, and Brianna has seen many people leave the industry because of financial challenges. I know so many older generation farms that are still so far in debt, and then they're just passing it on to the next generation and hoping they're going to get out. Well, they probably have to get into debt themselves to get started, and I don't want that for my kids. To learn more about how Chipotle wants to help bridge the economic challenges farmers face, go to chipotle.com farmers. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Pinna. Pinna is the only audio streaming service that combines original podcasts, music, audiobooks, and more, expertly curated for kids 3 to 12. Engage your kids with entertaining and educational audio content, from comedy to sci-fi and mystery to adventure, all ad-free and screen-free. Pinna is a Parents' Choice Foundation Gold Award winner and KidSafe certified. Visit pinna.fm slash NPR to start your free trial today. What does it take to really make amends? And how should we navigate our digital spaces? I'm Anoush Samarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Join us. Listen now. That's it. Back to the show. My name is Oliver, and I am from Boise, Idaho. My wow in the world is that there are five different dwarf planets. Pluto is one of them. Say hi to Reggie, Grandma G-Force, Thomas Fingerling. Stop! Oh, yeah! And dun, dun, dun! Static Man! <laughs> Thanks, bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Ayana, and I am from San Jose, CA. My wow is that Venus is the only planet named after a woman and the brightest planet closest to the Earth. Hi, My name is Nika. My name is Daya. And we're from Washington, D.C. Our wow in the world is there that there are only 20,000 lions left in the wild. Say hi to Reggie for me. <laughs> hi, Mindy and My name is Meg. And my name is Lily. And we're from Acton, Massachusetts. And our wow in the world is that hippos have really strong tusks. So strong, it can bite a crocodile in half. Isn't that bonker ball? Bye. 
Hi, Wow in the World. My name is Corey, and I'm, I live in Long Beach, California. And my wow in the world is that a tornado is made of hot air and cold air chasing each other in a circle. Say bye to the puppets for me. Bye. Hi, Guy Roz and Mindy. I'm Oliver. I'm from Houston, Texas. And my wow is that some turtles glow in the dark. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Roz. My name is Lucy. And my wow in the world is that Antarctica is actually a desert. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Roz. My name is Charlie, and I live in Savannah, Georgia. My wow in the world is that a whale's heartbeat can be heard two miles away and that a whale's heart is as big as a small car. Hi, Dennis, and bye, Dennis. Wow, so polite. Hi, Charlie, and bye, Charlie. And excuse me, Charlie. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Anna Zagorski, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more on their three-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! Cast and sent to you by NPR. This season, NPR's Invisibilia brings you seven Hail Marys. Stories of people who come up with improbable workarounds to our very desperate problems. I'm Elise Spiegel. And I'm Hannah Rosen. Invisibilia is back. 